Isla stared out at the water, letting her toes dangle into the ocean. She had always been able to concentrate better when she was near the ocean. It helped to clear her thoughts. She was never more at peace than when she was in the ocean. Which is probably why she, Peony, and Talena decided to share this beach house together. It was only crowded a few weeks out of the year. No one was generally interested in spending time next to the water in Nova Scotia during the winter. But the temperature didn't bother Isla. She barely noticed. And here she could stay next to the ocean without drawing too much attention. Peony's light steps approached Isla, silent except for the groan of the wooden dock. She sat down and gave Isla's shoulder a small squeeze. They never spoke anywhere they could be overheard and although the beach was deserted, the wind still carried. Peony's bare feet dipped into the rhythmic tide of the water as well, the swell of the water caressing their calves. After thousands of years, a view of the white moon on the dark water was still the perfect way to spend the evening. Both girls straightened at the sound of pebbles grinding on rocks, groaning under a large weight. They knew it couldn't be to Lynn. She wouldn't be wearing heavy shoes like that and even if she did, her steps would still be more light and delicate than the approaching pair of feet. The girls stood stone still and as the steps continued, a second, then a third pair followed the first. Isla dipped her head. This always happened eventually, but it was always worse when there was more than one person. Evening ladies, a low voice came from behind them along with the first sounds of boots on wood. Isla and Peony looked at each other, a silent conversation between the two of them. Peony jerked her head towards Isla, whose shoulders drooped in resignation. Both girls turned batting their unnaturally large eyes in an attempt to avoid the trouble they knew was coming. We've noticed you girls around, the man in the front said, still moving towards them in slow, measured steps. Three of you don't seem to talk much. Peony lowered her lashes and tapped at her throat shaking her head. Isla kept her eyes lowered, trying not to look aggressive. They would probably have to leave town after tonight. Men like this usually talked before becoming bold enough to confront them but how soon they could return unnoticed would be partially determined by the circumstances surrounding the bodies, once they were found. And the area was so beautiful, Isla thought it would be a pity to stay away for too long. Isn't there usually three of you? He asked when he was close enough for his features to be clear with just the light of the moon. He appeared to be unarmed, but one of the two men behind him held a shotgun loosely at his side. The man in the lead turned to the one with the shotgun. Better go find the other one. She's likely just inside. Don't want her calling the police. Even without a voice, they probably still send a car to investigate. Peony jabbed Isla in the ribs, nodding slowly and jerking her chin in the direction of the men. If the group was separated, there was a chance it would draw even more attention. Isla stood up, making all three of the men on the dock tense. Now wait right there. We don't want to hurt you, but we will. But Isla knew that was a lie. Follow me, Isla said softly, but she knew her voice carried down the length of the dock. There was a clatter of metal on wood as the shotgun was dropped and forgotten. Isla hummed quietly to herself for a few moments before she sat down on the dock, taking Peony's offered hand to help lower her into the water. Her dress fanned out around her, making her look like a flower in bloom. The water was deathly cold, but still, Isla didn't notice. Peony then stood and moved to the side of the dock to allow each man enough room to walk to the edge and continue into the water after her. There was an involuntary hiss as the breath was pushed out of their contracting lungs. Isla's hum turned into a song, 
the notes floating after her as she lightly paddled in the night air. She didn't have to swim out far. It was very cold tonight. The men each tried to follow her, even as their muscles seized and they could no longer support their own weight. But even as they fought to keep their heads above water, sinking lower with each swell of the current, they never turned back towards the shore. Not as long as Isla continued to sing. There was only one man who had heard their voice and lived, but that was a long time ago, just after the fall of Troy. It had been a sore point for Talin ever since. That is why she vowed that no one would ever walk away from them again. She had made the other two promise the same thing long ago, and held them to their word ever since. Isla Nutalia had been luring the men to them for centuries, antagonizing them into violence. But still, she was family. They couldn't leave her. So staying with her, they were bound to their promise. 